So I am Bill McDermott. I'm sitting here in uh, the Hotel Santa Fe, in the middle of beautiful and historic Santa Fe. In the last, um, they tell me, uh, Native American owned hotel in Santa Fe. Beautiful settings, supportive atmosphere. We're at the Mountain West Seed Summit. Uh, that's being sponsored by the Rocky Mountain Seed Alliance. And so I'm the executive director of the Alliance. Uh, this May it will be three years old. And uh, this is probably the culmination of the almost three years of work. We've got uh, almost 200 people here um, from all over the continent actually uh, that have come together to talk about um, seeds and seed inspiration and empowerment to trade seeds. Uh, uh, seed Slam Poetry was also part of this and uh, incredible uh, presentations. Uh, uh, the first day uh, around the theme of honoring origins, primarily driven by Native American presenters, uh, some of my mentors and uh, elders, I will call them. And then uh, the second day today, we've been talking more about um, how to do it and policy. And so we've had everything from Andrew Kimbrell from the Center for Food Safety is here, all the way down to uh, David Salmon talking about how to collect wildflower seeds and, the, and, and maybe the premier guy in Santa Fe to, to teach how to do that. So, so um, the Rocky Mountain Seed Alliance was uh, formed because uh, my wife Bella and I were asked to form a native seed search type organization for the Rocky Mountain West. Uh, we had been co-directors there for three years and um, uh, a very generous donor who's very visionary, who had been uh, affected by Vonda Nashiva's work, um, really wanted to help the Mountain West kind of get up to speed and have its own organization that would help to centralize uh, the work that was being done there and to help promote education. And so Bella and I took on the responsibility and uh, here we are. So that was the, the basic genesis idea around it. Um, as we started to develop our uh, mission and goals for the first one and three years, um, we were insistent upon doing things differently than had been done in other seed conservation organizations. And uh, by that I mean we wanted to focus the large, the vast majority of our energy to actually inspiring and educating people to get involved. You know, it's my personal belief, and, you, and you've heard me, you know, we just need more people. That um, saving diversity, which is what I'm dedicated to, the biodiversity of our, especially of our uh, agricultural crops, um, requires more people. It's biological certainty. You get more people to do it, you have more diversity. Right, so we need millions more people to do it. And that'll help strengthen our organizations. You know, there's always funding problems. I mean, if we had a million more seed savers, everything would get better. We'd have better legislation. I think they'd be better voters. They'd be better Catholic. They'd be better everything, right? Seed saving does that to you. So our job is to get more of those people. So the organization at this point has four employees um, and we're all part-time. We have no brick and mortar. We meet once a week on the internet and some of the new, fantastic new software they have. And we educate, 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 and inspire. And so the first couple of years in the organization, Bella and I traveled thousands of miles throughout the Mountain West, knowing that in the end, the network was gonna be based on personal friendships. 
We wanted to find those people doing the great work, meet them, and and bring them out of their shells, so to speak, so that they can meet and network with the rest of the people going, you know, that are doing this great work. And so, um, a lot of travel in the beginning, and uh, now we're thinking more. We're going to shift our model, and we'll do more. Things like this conference where we don't have to travel and everybody else travels in to be together because the obvious advantage is that synergistic spiritual energy that comes out of us all being together. You know, it's hard to do a poetry slam one-on-one, right? But when you have a whole group of people like last night, it's just incredible what happens, you know, when you bring people together. So, so that's um, kind of how we're changing as we look into the future. And so in the last three years, we have uh, run a almost 400 people through our educational programs. We have six-day seed schools, um, six-day seed school teacher trainings. We've done two of those. We have another one coming up in October. Um, we do seed school in a day. and We've done more than a dozen of those in different cities throughout the Mountain West. We've done three seed school onlines, which are live webinars. And just now we're starting, we're going to release um, seed school online that's been pre-recorded so that people can download and do it at their own pace. So that'll open up a whole new thing. And so, you know, we've got 900 graduates of the programs. That's all been distilled. The seed schools we're doing today are way different than the ones that we started in the beginning because we're learning and the communities are different that we go to. And so, you know, we're not here to develop a new nonprofit or a new program. We're here to make sure everybody gets what they need. And so the educational component is dynamic. And so now we've got 40 people we've trained in our seed school teacher training programs. We, on our website now, we have a directory for seed teachers. So you can sign up to be a seed teacher and teach on whatever level you feel comfortable and you write that down. And now people from all over the region can pull up our map on our website on their own, see where all the seed teachers are, say, hey, we need a seed class in our community, click on the one closest, all their information's there, and you guys can do this on your own. And so, you know, if, if, if the success of this movement rests on how many seed schools we can do, we're gonna fail. So we're, it's like the permaculture module. You know, we want people to come through our programs and then start teaching on their own. And now we have a way for them to do it. So what we're focusing on next with our energy is a manual for best practices for teaching about seeds. And so that'll be available for free also. So everybody who wants to be a seed teacher or needs a seed teacher can read up on what we've learned is all, you know, about how to get this to work. And, and by getting it to work, I mean getting people active. Everything we do is to get people involved in doing something. This isn't a like come in and take your notes and maybe I'll get around to it someday. When you come out of our programs, your butt has been kicked and you are so excited to change the world, you know, and you're going to act. And we give you the tools and the downline connections to really do that, whether you're going to start a seed company. And we've got um, 17 of our graduates have started their own new small bioregional seed companies. And that alone is changing the whole thing because these people are living in their community they become the seed experts in their their community they don't know anything yet but everybody looks to them so they better find out you know and so I love that model and hundreds of seed libraries have come out of our graduates and seed exchanges now and so that's what this is all about how do you get the people to come into your class to actually change the world when they walk out the door 
because we don't have time for anything else, right? This is all real time, in motion, serious stuff. As I like to say, you know, we're building an empire. Well, kind of. It's not really an empire because if we all do our work and we all do it well and we pay attention and we help each other, we might just survive. That's, that's the empire. We're just trying to get what we have to make it these days. And there's this incredible collaborative spirit that's alive now everywhere and we're all it's just incredible time to get involved in this whole thing so it's really a great time to be part of a, a, a new kind of nonprofit whose goal is not to be here right we're just here to network and to educate so the network itself is bigger that's all we're here to do and to help people with whatever problem they have we found that a lot of our seed stewards have incredible collections of seeds some of them hundreds of things and no one else has them. So we're doing safety backup. That seems to be a need, right? So we'll just help with the needs, try to get this region of the world up and running so we're doing at least a good a job stewarding our biodiversity as Nepal, these great industrial, you know, forefront countries like Nepal and India and South Africa, right? We're way behind. But we've learned from them. We communicate with them and we want to be brothers and sisters with them. Hopefully we'll be able to exchange seeds as our climates change. You know, the work we did at Native Seeds shows us that the best climate models now, Tucson's going to look like the Sahara Desert in 20 years. So, you know, people were real depressed down there when they heard about that. I'm going, Taff, we got Ethiopian refugees. We already have the seeds. Let's start doing trials and testing. That's the spirit we need. We need to keep open, keep trading with everybody. Get everything in here we can immediately, grow it all out, get new networks of people doing it. And so we just happen to be the nonprofit that's helping to do that right now. And so we have no, our board of directors are all people, they're all seed savers. They're all people doing it, like Don Tipping from Cisco Seeds and Casey O'Leary from Snake River Seeds. Incredible, these are guys are rock stars. You know, Don Tipping is the Thomas Jefferson of our time. You rarely meet a human that is so versed on so many things, right? We gotta recognize him for who he is. And Casey, what a rock star. She could make it, she went to the National Poetry Slam, right? Unbelievable people. And so that's who our board is. And so we have this incredible freedom at this time to, to do it. Whatever we need, we can do it. And so, you know, we're gonna need funding. My call now is that because this has to be a grassroots movement, because that's how you get the most diversity. Nobody from above can do this for us. No institution can come in and save all our stuff for us, right? The only way to really do it is for us to do it. So now we've got this program where people can sign up for five or 10 bucks a month and help us. And so it remains ours. We don't have all that strings attached money come in, you know, that so many other organizations have. Right? We don't want that. So we're going to stay lean and, and nimble. Actually, our biggest donor I met last year again, I try to meet once a year, and I said, so what do you really want us to do? Really? Tell me. You know, it was one of those heartfelt moments. Um, she looked at me and said, kick ass. Yeah! Yes! That's what we're doing, man. No holes barred. We can write the letters we need to. I just recently wrote a letter as executive director of the Rocky Mountain Seed Alliance to uh, Pima County, 
And I said, you know, history is not going to look too kindly on you guys for giving tax breaks to the world's most hated corporation. And those are words from Forbes magazine. Those aren't my words, right? Could never have gotten away with that from one of the more storied or other conservation organizations because that would hurt donors. There's all sorts of, there's protocol. About, no, we can do whatever we want. We're here to make it. And it's time to take the gloves off and get down to work and get it to work. So, you know, so I just want to say here at the end that I love Sea Broadcast. I love what you do. It's the most important thing. These stories, you know, they are the reason why we know how to save the seeds, you know. And that story that we got from Joel at one of our seed schools really helped me understand that. So without you guys, what we're doing doesn't work either. So it's part, you know, we're working on the same project. And so however we can help you, and I love the, the, the way you guys are lean and mean too. And nimble and flexible, and flexible, right? And so that's what, so let's do this together and, and, and let's kick ass and make this work. So thank you.